Did you know you can support your local independent bookstore and me in my efforts to promote books that feature women in aviation by shopping for your next aviatrix read on the Literary Aviatrix website? I built the website to serve as a central source to search and find books featuring women in aviation, and it was important to me to offer you the opportunity to buy from independent sellers. If the book you're interested in is available on bookshop.org, you'll find a link to purchase through my affiliate account on my website, which means I'll receive a small portion of the sale to support the content you love. Blue skies and happy reading. Hello and welcome. This is Liz Booker with a literary aviatrix waypoint along our journey through stories featuring women in aviation. This one is from season one, episode 21 in my interview with Kathy Mexted about her book, Australian Women Pilots, Amazing True Stories of Women in the Air. And in this clip, she is introducing us to Nancy Bird Walton, and she does a little reading for us. Nancy Bird Walton will be inducted into the Women in Aviation International Hall of Fame this year at the Women in Aviation International Conference in Long Beach in March. I would love for you to do a reading for anyone who might not have read the book yet. Okay, no worries. Um, So start at the beginning, which is always a good place to start, isn't it? There's a song about that. Yeah. (laughs) So this is my book, Australian Women Pilots, and it's 10 stories Uh, of Australian women and um, the first one starts in the 1930s with Nancy Bird Walton and so Nancy was uh, the first woman to use her commercial license in Australia and she was 19 and she went off into the outback and flew the nursing sister on her rounds from Burke which is an outback town 120 miles in a loop out to check on the children. She was um, the mothercraft nurse, basically. But before all that, Nancy had to learn to fly, and she was only 13 when she left school and she worked for her father up at his general store up in the country. Her mum was in Sydney with five children. And Nancy was convinced she was going to learn to fly, and so Kingsford Smith, who our main Sydney airport is named after, he flew into a town near where Nancy was living and she went across and had a joy flight. Um, and it was this, her second flight. But by the time he returned, she had she was determined to learn to fly. So this is young Nancy at about 15 or 16 years old um, meeting the man who would convince her to go to Sydney and get her licence. So Kingsford Smith, the American readers who don't know, flew across the Pacific Ocean from the US to Australia. In, um, in his aeroplane with three other guys, just navigating to vital pinpoint locations and um, it was quite a remarkable feat. So he was like the national hero. It would be like having Bruce Springsteen come to town or somebody, I don't know. Yeah, so 300,000 people turned up at Sydney Airport to meet Kingsford Smith when he arrived back. Wow. So, for Nancy, yeah, so for Nancy to meet this man in person was quite a big thing. Um. So Sir Charles Edward Kingsford Smith, MC, AFC, lived from 1897 to 1935. He was often called Smithy and he was the most famous man in Australia at the time. 
revered for his wartime prowess and his record-breaking flights, most notably crossing the Pacific Ocean with his co-pilot and business partner. Having landed in Brisbane, 300,000 people turned out in Sydney to greet them when they arrived there. Now, five years later and several records later, Smithy had parted ways with his business partner and was setting up his own aviation business in Sydney. Uh, it would include flight training and maintenance. Determined by nature and convinced that she would learn to fly in the intervening three years since Nancy had met them last time, Nancy had purchased a leather flying jacket, a helmet and some goggles. So she'd got that out of her one pound a week wage working in her father's general store, this young teenage girl. Barnstorming at Wingham, Smithy's team watched her approach across the field in this get-up and wondered where on earth she'd come from. The stars aligned, though, when, with all the assurance of youth, Nancy informed Smithy of her intention to learn to fly. Of course, he invited her to his new flying school because he was polite and she was sweet and students bring money and Smithy needed it. He probably assumed she wouldn't show. But when the famous Charles Kingsford Smith invites you to learn to fly with him, it would be a great lost opportunity not to appear. Nancy had already decided that she would become a pilot and so the timing was right. Nine weeks later, as her 17th birthday approached, Nancy was ready to go and informed her father accordingly. Whether from fear or frustration, her father exploded in a fit of emotion. It did nothing to slow down his daughter. In her three and a half years working for him in the store, Nancy had almost saved the £200 required for a pilot's licence. Much of it was from her £1 weekly wage and it was topped up with an insurance policy her father had taken out, which matured when she turned 16. She went home to her mother in Sydney and for each flying lesson undertook the lengthy trip from Manly on the northern beaches to the airfield at Mascot, which is on the other side of the harbour. This involved a train, a ferry and ultimately a long walk. Smithy took Nancy for her first one or two flying lessons and while he was a brilliant pilot, his time was better spent building the business and pursuing more record-breaking adventures. And that was that. So that was how she got going, yeah. And um, uh, it took a lot of, um, I think what I love about that part of the story is just her determination, this young kid, to... Um, go and get all the gear and she know. was she came all kitted out ready to go ready I'm ready to fly <laughs> and they're, they're watching her across the field like who's this <laughs> <laughs> and that was in 1930 I think that happened 29 or something like that yeah. that's so great that is so great that's when the first women's race was in the United States so that's incredible okay. yeah yeah 17 